1: Hi, I'm Danielle Redoitschin. Welcome to My Big Idea, the weekly podcast from ASOS, where we talk to inspiring young women doing amazing things with their career. This week, I'm talking to Natalie Hughes. Natalie worked at Christian Louboutin and Net-a-Porter before striking out on her own earlier this year with the fashion digital, which provides content and social media strategy for fashion brands. So, why did she think this was something that was needed, and how did she go about setting it up? Here's Natalie's big idea. Hi, Natalie. Hi, Danielle. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Uh, we were just talking about um, the new War collection that's dropped on ASOS today. I love it. I've been pinning it all morning. What are your favourite pieces? I want the
0: velvet pearl strap dress and the pink little
1: mini dress. It's really cute. So amazing. Yeah. I also, I'm, I'm personally a massive fan of the pinstripe double blazer. I love that. I really the matching trousers, so I think a bit of a co could be really nice. Yeah, I'm just wondering whether I'd have to have that hemmed because I'm a bit short. <laughs> I don't know if they do a hemming service, but um, I could definitely <laughs> ask. They should. ASOS should do a hemming yeah. service. I'll make a note. Um, and what about what you're wearing today because you look lovely? Oh, thank you. I'm wearing a Zara peasant
0: skirt type thing um a bella freud um uh, jane jumper uh some gucci loafers which are new inspired by you danielle
1: and <laughs> <Is that right? laughs> yeah wow. and um a louis vuitton backpack i'm into the backpack looks great and also your earrings are really nice sort of like Thank they look you. like gold shiny gold pennies in your ears they're ASOS, actually. I got very them yesterday. Good. Yeah. Oh, right. So they're yeah. probably still on site. Yeah, I'll well, we'll put some pictures site, of them on the They look great. They <laughs> Thank look great. Because you. um, you're obviously very well versed in the whole fashion thing. Um, you worked for Netta Porte and Christian Louboutin. And I know you also ran a very successful fashion blog for a while. I did. It was called cannedfashion.com. And it's kind of defunct
0: now, contemplating. Um, unearthing it at some point
1: but uh just a bit busy at the moment. So it's resting. (laughs) Yes, it's resting. What are the main things you think you gain from doing that blog? I think my
0: blog really uh helped me kind of connect with all things digital. So I actually I sort of started it while I was working for an online magazine, but it really opened up the world of social media to me. Uh in fact up until that point I'd never really worked in social media. And it actually led me to my next position at Netaporte,
1: um, looking after the site social media there. Uh, so it was really useful. How did it lead? That. Did somebody who works at Netaporte spot it, or did you actively go out and show it to them? So
0: I got the Netaporte job after seeing it advertised on site, uh, went in to meet with my editor, and I think uh, my previous experience in you know for an, working for an online magazine was helpful but the blog um really swung it because the job was actually fashion and social media writer so I think it kind of probably swung it
1: for me in the mm. end And what did you learn working at Ness doing that job I learned
0: to work at a really fast pace uh, there were weekly daily hourly deadlines um when it came to the magazine and of course for social media uh and I was quite often out and about I I traveled to all the shows um twice a year and sometimes sometimes in between Uh, I do a lot of traveling so I just learned to work on the fly Mm. and it made me a really fast writer
1: that's a really good skill to pick up isn't it what is it like working inside the office of Nessa Porto I hear things about how glamorous it is it is very
0: glamorous I can't lie (laughs) There was something really magical about walking into that space-age space every day, um, dressing up to go into work. What do you mean by
1: space-age space?
0: Uh, It was all black and white, and there were uh, glass chandeliers and uh, weird installations. Uh, It was very beautiful. Um, And walking into that space every day was really inspiring. Um, And also, just everyone... Everyone seemed to dress up, it was just the dumb thing at the so that was kinda nice. So what? High heels. High heels. Glossy
1: glossy.
0: <laughs> very glossy. <laughs> which uh, now I've sort of I don't think I I can really walk in heels anymore, be wearing flats for too long. But at the time I loved. It was the only place I could wear certain items. One in particular was a pair of over the knee, cream, suede, tasseled, wedged Isabel Morant boots. Wow. i never
1: worn them since <laughs> I'm sure just wearing those once in your life is worth it. <laughs> yeah. um, what is Natalie Matheny like? She's lovely. I
0: actually was really lucky to spend a lot of time one-on-one with her traveling. And she's just as lovely as everyone says. She's a really inspiring woman. She, what did she teach you? She taught me to be nice to everyone. Um, in that she, whenever she walked through the office, she said hi to everyone. She made, she made an effort, even though I'm sure she was crazily busy um and also she was serious about business I think you know she wasn't she wasn't um just a kind of fluffy fashionista she I mean she was incredibly stylish but also a really great businesswoman you stay in touch with her yeah I do I've um I I let her know when I uh I launched my agency in fact and you also worked at Christine Louboutin yeah what were you doing there Um, I freelanced for Christian Lieberton looking after their social media before they had uh, anyone looking after it full time. So that was everything from creating content for them, uh, photographing lovely shoes, uh, setting up uh, the brand on Chinese social channels. That was a really interesting project. Um, And basically kind of manning the social media for there. I learned that people on Instagram don't really like feet in shoes (laughs) really and they definitely don't like feet clad in tights in shoes
1: (laughs) why do you think people love Christian Louboutin on social media so much I think do you know what I mean I feel like it's massively popular and loads of people I mean obviously it's a really mainstream brand and is it the red heels the sole
0: yeah I think it's that red sole which Mm. works really well on on social but also I think the Instagram Follower is a really aspirational customer. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say that everyone following Louboutin World on Instagram is is probably buying the shoes. Um, it's kind of a magical. Yeah. Thing to them so um I'd say that it's just that you know it's that access to to Louboutin on a kind of daily
1: basis which is do you have a really amazing shoe collection of Louboutins now I do I do oh, So jealous. I <laughs> do once got me? him to sign a pair of my Louboutins <gasps> like the only pair I ever owned my boyfriend bought them for me and I met him and asked him to sign the soul which he did he was very obliging but then i could never wear them ever again i think my boyfriend was kind of upset but he never does that he
0: he says no sometimes oh, really yeah so okay. that was well, maybe really... this makes
1: them more valuable <laughs> definitely in some way. I have saved thing. in a shoebox in my yeah attic somewhere. definitely save them <laughs> um okay so you've just launched your own thing so let's let's talk about that um when did you launch and tell us all about it
0: So I launched my fashion social media and content agency, The Fashion Digital, in July. But uh, it was in the works for a good few months before that. So I was just planning and getting everything ready for launch. So I've been a social media consultant and fashion writer for... Uh, well, for nearly a decade, and freelance for four and a half years of that, and was essentially doing what i 'm doing now with the agency, but just as a one man band, um, I felt that there was a bit of a gap in the market for someone with kind of fashion and marketing experience, i guess, uh, and felt like I was kind of uh, kind of delivering that um, as a sole trader, but just kind of couldn 't really cope with the capacity uh, so Decided to make it a little bit more legitimate and a bigger enterprise, which kind of brings us to the fashion digital. How did you go about raising the funds to launch? Well, it was all self funded and essentially just my own savings from years of being freelance uh, and years of consulting and saving. Did you write your
1: own business plan or did you ask somebody to help you? I mean, how did you know how much you actually needed?
0: Yeah, well, I'm quite lucky in that I have a lot of retainer clients. So um, the agency is really founded on that, although we also work on various kind of one-off projects too. Um, So that kind of gave me a clear idea of uh, of how the business would work. Um, I also spoke to uh, a friend of a friend who'd launched an agency. In fact, he was the one that kind of inspired me to take the plunge finally he uh, actually runs a digital agency himself he sold a video content agency back in the day and uh he actually works just on projects so he said the fact that you've got retainer clients means that you're pretty safe so just do it so who are the retainer clients that you have so uh, i work with uh, Receal, uh a clothing brand uh i work with a fitness app called truby um which isn't actually fashion related funnily enough although most of my brands are fashion Um, and in the past worked with a bag brand called Baraboo Uh, obviously Louboutin I worked with for two years so there were various brands with whom I worked on a monthly basis we had a kind of fixed contract I started working with those brands on a short-term contract so maybe one or two months and then you know once they had my trust we extended it um so that's how they became retainer clients I guess it was just working together uh, for a little while and then getting their trust that way
1: so the idea is with um, with the company that you provide social media strategy and and content for fashion brands yes how does it work for example uh, if a brand approaches you and says we really would love some content for this what's what's the process
0: it's different for every brand um, and every company. So it's not all brands, actually. Um, there's I work with a great uh, window dresser, um, prop artist, uh, company called Behind the Glass. And uh, for them, it's really interesting because they've got loads of beautiful uh, photography of these crazy, amazing windows. And uh, everywhere from Harvey Nichols to uh, so- Soho Farmhouse, they do installations there. And so that's great in that we take that content and we curate it uh, into a beautiful Instagram feed um, and repurpose it across platforms. Um, So with them, it's just about curating the content they already have with uh, someone like Louboutin. There was a lot of content creation there, so um, photography, copywriting and creating content. the content from kind of from the ground up and strategy alongside it,
1: so it's different for every client, I guess. Um, and you have an office, which is based. Is, is, is it the same? Is it is it from home office? Yes, I have an at home office at the moment. And uh, an employee. And an employee.
0: <laughs> um, he's great. He's my right hand man, Dan. Shout out to Dan. Um, yeah, so it's a really lean operation at the moment, just the two of us. Um, I also employ several contractors on kind of project uh, bases. So I have a great photographer um, with whom I create some of the shoots for my clients. Um, my boyfriend is a great designer, so that's really handy to so you're have in all the favors. <laughs> um, I like it. and I've got a great uh, SEO girl. Um, which is actually hard to find uh, a woman who specializes in SEO and PPC. So, so that's kind of cool. So you
1: commission her to do stuff Yeah,
0: for you? yeah. So work with a kind of
1: roster of, of contractors plus my amazing right-hand man, Dan. So you've been going for a few months. And at what point do you think you're going to think to yourself, ah, oh, this is successful now? Have you set yourself a target?
0: Yeah. I mean, I'd love 10 retainer clients. Um, that's my goal. A sort of short-term goal i guess within the next six months i actually use something this is a bit hippy dippy but i use something called the chalkboard method well uh, i <laughs> want to know about this it's essentially creative visualization if you've read the secret um and i really subscribe to this uh so i have a it, it can be anything a chalkboard or just a piece of paper is what i've got just uh, up on my wall above my computer with uh, my current clients and then spaces for future clients the idea is that you have to make space for the for the clients you want or the
1: projects or whatever it can be it can be used for anything wow <laughs> that is Very interesting. I did not know about that. Yeah. And how about five years down the line, where do you see yourself in terms of the company?
0: I'd like to have grown the company uh, into something much bigger, um, a large team of people, hopefully not working in my home office anymore. Um, And also, I'd love to offer digital products as well as working with, uh, with clients on their kind of digital offerings what do you mean by digital product so i'd love to offer um apps i have an idea which i'm keeping close to my chest for now um and webinars uh that are social media related kind of teaching tools because i also i also do that uh i i lecture and uh teach teach webinars on social media so i'd like to incorporate that somehow
1: into my agency offering Mm, it's interesting you mentioned that because I think you lecture at Central St. Martin's. Yes, right? yeah. Um, how do you think that informs and helps you with your business?
0: It's a really great way of consolidating your knowledge. I think that whether you're, you know, whether you're working on social media or uh, SEO, or whatever, you kind of rush through life, uh, just uh, kind of do, doing the work for clients, um, running around, not sleeping very much. And it's quite nice to sit down and actually consolidate everything you know look at how other people are doing things really well
1: um and yeah just kind of refresh, refresh your memory and i also wanted to ask you about your about pinterest cuz you have a very impressive 600,000 pinterest followers i do how did that happen
0: <laughs> um i attribute that mostly to being an early adopter um, i got on got onto pinterest super early um before they'd even launched in the uk they didn't have a uk office at the time um and just pinned like crazy i mean i became obsessive about it in fact my friend navaz batley wallet aka disney roller girl would comment on how much i was pinning she'd say (laughs) absolutely (laughs) she's got a crazy big following herself um and yeah just pinned obsessively every day and you've done commercial work with them as well yeah, I've done some commercial stuff with Pinterest. I guess I've known the team there from the beginning just because I was such a, an early adopter of the platform. Um, and they reached out when they decided to do their TV ads and just said, would anyone be up for being on those uh, TV ads? I said, yeah, sure. And yeah,
1: so you, can see, you
0: can see my pins in some of those ads, which is cool. And also, I I actually kind of run a, I guess it would be a side business now, Um kind of via Pinterest in that I work with brands um, and do sponsored pins and sponsored boards that way. So at Christmas, I worked with Tiffany. Um, I worked with jewelry, a brand recently called Audrey Rose. And they just, we worked together to kind of create something that would work well for my followers. It's, I, I suppose it's a little bit like a sponsored blog post or a sponsored YouTube video, but just except purely on Pinterest.
1: And do you use your Pinterest account and the amount of followers you have to? promote stuff that you're doing with the fashion digital. I do sometimes, but actually not
0: not too often. I think for me Pinterest is a place where I share kind of inspiration and shopping ideas more than I talk about my business, but maybe that's an idea. <laughs> maybe I should incorporate that into my marketing strategy.
1: <laughs> and finally, what's your advice to somebody who might want to start up their own fashion media enterprise? I'd say
0: get lots of experience. Um, I did. I, I interned like crazy for every magazine you can think of. Um, and start a blog. I mean, you know, or, or start some kind of online presence. I think it's just so easy to do yourself uh, with few resources. And it's totally worth doing. I mean, I think my my personal work kind of ultimately leading leading me into kind of working at Nettiporte and leading me into social media is a good example of that. So I'd say get experience and
1: start a blog or YouTube channel. Okay. Well, that's great. Thank you very much, Natalie, and good luck with The Fashion Digital. Thank you, Danielle. That was Natalie Hughes, founder of The Fashion Digital. Tune in next week to hear the next My Big Idea, and don't forget to check out previous episodes on iTunes. You should also have a listen to the ASOS magazine podcast, These Four Walls. I'm Danielle Rudoychen, and you've been listening to My Big Idea, a podcast from ASOS. Thanks for listening. Bye.